Welcome back to the Fitness Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Schlag. On today's episode, I answer a question I received via email. A woman named Ashley reached out to me to ask about muscle soreness. Now, this is something I see a lot of confusion around. Is muscle soreness a good indicator that we are making progress in our workouts? Is that a good way to know like, yes, I got a good workout or no, I didn't? Is it okay to train when we're sore? Should we be looking to get sore? Let's talk about it. Ready? Let's go. As I'm recording this episode, it is April 22nd, 2020, and I am on week six of Corona quarantine. Depending where people are located, they're starting to see announcements of loosening of stay-at-home orders and other restrictions. Here in Southeast Pennsylvania, where I'm located, I think we're going to be right here at home where we're at for a good long while yet. Our governor announced plans this week to start lifting restrictions on a region-by-region basis, and the Southeast Pennsylvania region is still experiencing a relatively high level of COVID cases. The curve is flattening, but not at the rate that justifies loosening of restrictions just yet. So we're settled in to spend the rest of spring right where we're at. Fingers crossed, summer will see us enjoying some of our usual fun. If not, we will have to create new home-based summer fun. Amazon is my best friend. We ordered can jam and spike ball and giant cup pong. We already own cornhole and I predict a lot of yard games in our future. That's my Corona quarantine update. I hope that you are well wherever you are and that you're finding ways to create fun and bring yourself and those around you joy. Today's topic comes from an email I received. When it comes to workouts, this is one of the most common questions I get and one of the most common things I see people getting very confused about. So Ashley emailed me and asked, should I feel muscle soreness the next day after workout? Do you live in a state of soreness? And then she added this very insightful comment, I do not feel sore at all, but I don't want to gauge progress by soreness if that isn't necessary. I love that Ashley is questioning whether soreness is the yardstick to be measuring the effectiveness of her workout. Whether or not soreness is actually an indicator of a productive workout, there's certainly this generally accepted notion that it is. How many times have you said or heard someone else say, oh, that trainer is amazing. I'm so sore after all of her workouts. Or I could hardly walk down the stairs after my workout. Yes, I am working so hard. You know, there's so many memes. You know, it's not swagger. I'm just sore. Uh, finally recovered from leg day and it's leg day again. You know what I'm talking about. So when it comes to soreness, let's start with this question. What is the point of your workouts? Think about that for a second. Why are you training? You want some kind of adaptation, right? Many of you listening, your goals are some combination of fat loss, toning and defining muscles, which are both ways of saying build muscle, lose fat, and or gaining strength. Now, fat loss is largely nutrition. The workout component of fat loss will help you maintain your muscle and or build more muscle while losing fat. You don't want to lose your muscle in a deficit. Muscle is what gives you that toned, shapely look. 
So if the goal of your workout is to build muscle, is muscle soreness a sign that you're building muscle? The answer is no, not necessarily. The primary driver of muscle growth is what's known as mechanical tension. Now, all that means is that you're applying force to your muscles against resistance, weight, through a range of motion. You want to be increasing that tension through progressive overload, lifting more weight over time, doing more reps with the same weight over time, that kind of thing. Now, does doing that always cause soreness? No, it does not always cause soreness. It can, but it often does not. Okay, so what causes soreness? Here are some things that can cause soreness. Performing a new-to-you exercise. If you haven't squatted before, the first time you squat, you will likely be quite sore. As you continue squatting and lifting more and more weight and or doing more reps with the same weight, you'll be building muscle through mechanical tension, but you won't necessarily be as sore as you were that first time or two. Same thing with an exercise you haven't performed in a while, which is another time you're often very sore. You haven't, you haven't done Bulgarian split squats in a while. You haven't done whatever exercise in a while. You find that you're quite sore. Number three, performing exercises that stretch the muscle to long lengths. Lunges are a good example here. You ever notice how sore you get from lunges? Peak tension on the muscle in a lunge is when it's in that lengthened position. In contrast, if you think of doing a hip thrust or a glute bridge, peak tension on the muscle is when the glutes are in the shortened position. Now, you might notice you're not nearly as sore in your glutes doing hip thrust and glute bridges as you are doing lunges or Bulgarian split squats, but they're all amazing at building muscle. Okay, one more cause of muscle soreness is emphasizing what's known as the eccentric part of an exercise. The eccentric is the muscle lengthening phase of the movement. So it's the down part of a squat, the down part of a deadlift. It's the down part of a lot of things, but it's not always the down part. So like the down part of a push-up or a pull-up, a squat, a deadlift, that's the eccentric. The muscle is lengthening. In a lat pull-down, it's not the down part. It's the part where the bar is going up, moving away from you. That's the eccentric. Same thing with like, um, like a tricep press-down. It's the part where, not the part where you're pulling down, it's the part where the rope is returning back up. That's the eccentric. Slowing down the eccentric of any exercise can cause a ton of muscle soreness. Have you ever done like a Romanian deadlift with a five-second lowering or push-ups with like a three-second lowering? So, so sore in the days that follow. So that is a technique that increases muscle soreness as a result. It's not the goal, but it does happen. Now, muscle soreness sometimes does occur with training. Yes, we've just talked about lots of reasons why it might occur. It is a product of muscle damage. Now, muscle damage is not the main driver of muscle growth, though. Remember, mechanical tension is the main driver of muscle growth. So seeking after soreness isn't your best move. I could make you totally super sore. I could just you know, program an insane amount of volume. I could just keep switching things up. So you're constantly doing new to you exercises. That'd keep you sore. It would also mean you weren't having the opportunity to continue progressing by adding weight and or reps over time. The lack of which would actually be hindering your muscle growth. I could load you up with eccentrics. 
I said that word totally funny, eccentrics. If I wanted you to get super sore, right? I could just have you do a ton of lunges and Bulgarian split squats with a super slow pace. That'd get you sore. But if we aren't overloading those over time and programming them sensibly so you could recover from them, that would hinder your progress. One real problem with getting overly sore is not being able to train again when it's time for the next workout or not being able to train as hard or with proper movement patterns, right? So if you're so sore, you can't squat properly on your next lower body day, that's not helping your progress. That's hindering you. So if soreness isn't a good gauge as to whether your workouts are effective or not, what is? Are you ready? Results. Mind-blowing. You should be seeing results from your workouts. Some questions for you to ask yourself. Are you losing inches? Are you visibly more defined? Are you able to lift more weight? Have you gone from being able to do no push-ups to being able to do one with perfect form? Or even doing no push-ups to doing beautiful hand-elevated push-ups? That's progress. That is how you judge the effectiveness of your workouts. You look for progress. Now you can see that this is something you do over a longer period of time. It's not as immediate of feedback as am I sore or am I not sore, but it's effective feedback. It's actually telling you something. I think keeping good records in the gym is key here. Write down your reps, your sets, and the weights you used. Video your lifts. Look for that improvement over time. Did your range of motion improve? Um, does your form look better? Are you lifting more weight? Are you lifting more reps with the same weight? Okay. Now, I start each new training phase. I get a new training plan every four weeks. I start each new training fan phase on the lighter side. Week one of the new plan, I dial in the form. I get the feel of the movements. And then after that, for the next three following weeks, my goal is to get better in some way. Increase the weight. If you're a beginner, these increases will come fast. You won't be able to add weight to the bar a lot. Now, less so as you become more intermediate and advanced, you're not always adding, you're not always picking up a heavier dumbbell or adding more weight to the bar every session you're in there. Um, other ways, you increase the reps in the given rep range. I, I work on nailing my pause. If there's a pause given, then over the month, maybe what I really work on is getting that pause to be totally, you know, two seconds. You know, I focus on getting better on every rep of every set. That's where I focus in the gym. So bottom line, soreness is normal. Soreness is not a reliable gauge of workout efficacy. Progress is. One final question I get asked about soreness is, is it okay to lift when I'm sore? Yes, if you can still move well. Warm up, get your blood flowing, keep the weight light, see what you can do. If you find after doing that, you're not able to perform the exercise with your usual good technique, then no, don't do it or keep the weight super light or no weight and you know just move your body. If you are able to do it with good form, go for it. Now, if you find out that in your life you are always sore, it is time to evaluate why it is not helping you. It is not helping you. All right. Thanks so much for being here with me today and listening in as we talk about workouts. I'm here for you anytime if you have questions about working out, about fat loss, about nutrition. Um, 
hit me up with questions. I, if you've been listening to my podcast, I've been doing a lot more episodes where I bring on people with questions and we hammer them out and we, and I coach them. Essentially, they're getting some free coaching. Everyone gets to listen in and learn at the same time. So I'm always looking for people who are interested in coming on the podcast um, to have a coaching conversation. If you would like to do that, email me, kim at kimschlogfitness.com with your question, and we'll set it up. Thanks so much for being here and listening in to the Fitness Simplified podcast today. I hope you found it educational, motivational, inspirational, all the kinds of ational. <laughs> if you enjoyed it, if you found value in it, it would mean so much to me if you would go ahead and leave a rating and review on whatever platform you are listening to this on. It really does help to get this podcast to other people. Thanks so much.